You like cheap comic books, right? Well, I'm Professor Allen, and I talk about cheap comic books on the Quarterbin Podcast. In every episode, I'll dissect a single comic from my collection, as long as I paid no more than 25 cents for the issue. Forget about $4 new comics that you can read in four minutes, or crossover events that can cost 100 bucks to collect. Join me in the Quarterbin, where even bad comics are a bargain, and good ones are a steal. The Quarterbin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search Relatively Geeky or Quarterbin Podcast in iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny. RLCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country, Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredical. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. New Comics for fun and profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 878 for comics originally coming out January 23rd and January 24th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, it's cold as all get out here at home. How we doing? My goodness, we have, uh, what, four, five inches of snow out there? Yeah. Something like that. I know, like you... We have as many amperature, er, uh, inches as we have degrees in the temperature. Yeah, it's freaking cold, and there's lots of snow out there, and I don't want to leave the house ever. <laughs> and uh, I, I know somebody's going to go out there and shovel it, and there were no elves. No elves came last night <laughs> to shovel my, my, my sidewalks. And there doesn't seem to be any enterprising young uh, whippersnappers in the neighborhood that want to make a few bucks. So yeah, it looks no, like there's not an app for that. So there's, there's we do. We need a shovel app. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we can do Uber, we could do shovel. Absolutely. I would think, you know, it could be shovel in the winter and mow in the, in the summer. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. Patent that. There we go. It's probably already done. It's probably already somewhere else, not my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, our good friend uh, Jason sent us this um, for a big shout out. Um, Hannah Bahadri of Superfan Promotions has written her first comic book mm-hmm. story in Project Cryptid number five, which comes out this Wednesday. So it's his sneak peek of the, of the week, I guess. Ah, he's throwing um, his in. She is the. Um, uh, pub- publicity arm of Ahoy and maybe some other um, publishers that helps Jason book talent on his interview nice. episodes. So she's been a real partner to him getting uh, getting these creators to come on the podcast. So we thank her very much. Her story is called um, Cryptids Anonymous. Okay. It's a story about Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, and other cryptid creatures have a meeting once a month to talk about some of their problems <laughs> they're facing in the real world. 
Um, and sometimes there's and there was even an argument between Bigfoot and the Yeti. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So that's kind of a cool concept. So support Hannah Behedry, who supports uh, comics for fun and profit, by buying Crypt Project Cryptid number from Ahoy. five. Yeah, from Ahoy. Yes, that's right. Um, now I think we need to take a quick look at our hot ten um, from. Yeah, I'm going to head over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com, and I'm going to see what their top 10 hot list is for January the 19th. It seems new. And we are starting with some Spider-Man. We are starting with Ultimate Spider-Man number one, written by Jonathan Hickman. Okay. Well, we hesitate to put this book on the last list, or the list last week, but sales are still strong with over 220 sales of the cover A. It started as a ten to fifteen dollar out of the gate book, and now it is a thirty to forty dollar book, and there was a high sale of sixty bucks. Well, it's great to see a cover A perform so well on the aftermarket. We do pause when we see all of the ratios selling under ratio still. It's just an odd dynamic and one we don't see very often. Some of the other open order variants are also doing very well, being pulled up by the rising tide. An argument could be made that this comic could have at least four to five entries on this list if you use the different variants, but we're just going to hold it to, which transitions to the number two book, The Black Suit. Now, wait a minute. Why are we hesitating to put this on the list if it has 220 sales for an A cover? Well, they're they're hesitating to not put five different covers is what they were Oh, that's what he's saying? Yeah. Because then they hesitated to put it on the week on last week's list. Because to me, this is that qualifies. All this qualifies. Yeah, with a bullet. Yeah, with a bullet. Yeah. As noted above, we could have included the JSC or the family portrait that started selling for $20. Then we have the Ben Riley suit and the Spotty 2099, also around $30. But the other big draw seems to be the black suit variant. Yeah. This one has that. had over 65 sales in the past week, averaging $50 raw at a high kick of 75 bucks. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice look. And so this is Hickman's relaunch of Ultimate Spider-Man in the Ultimate yep. Universe that's gone, but now back. Gone, gotcha. <laughs> but not forgotten, but re re here now. Okay. You know what would be great? Because Miles doesn't seem to really work in the 616. Uh-huh. And I think they, you know, screwed the pooch getting rid of the Ultimate Universe and bringing Miles over. Yeah. How about we just go back and send Miles back to the <laughs> Ultimate where he was, where he flourished for yeah. all those years, and then he doesn't have to coexist with with our Peter Parker Spidey in the six one six. They don't have to team up. They can team up every once in a while, but they don't have to cross paths all the time. So are you saying segregate the two characters? Oh God, no. <laughs> Jesus! I didn't mean it. forget I said it. Yeah. Separate but equal, though. Yes. yes. Oh Lord. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, go, go move on. <laughs> At rank three, we have the hood number one from our good boy oh. BKV with the Kyle Holtz cover. Still not a ton of volume on this yet, but this quickly went from twenty dollars for raw last week to forty to fifty. CGC nine point eight were only about one hundred thirty five dollars, and on January first this week we saw one sell for two twenty. So this is option. Uh, 
Nowhere near its peak, but a solid rebound for a book that's been ignored for the last few months. I did not see that, so we'll have to do some research on that it one. Must have, it must be. It must be. I mean, I have this sitting in my BKV box, <laughs> and I don't, I don't even think I've read it. Yeah, I think I have some, too. Yeah. Interesting. It's an oldie, isn't it? It's yeah. Very early. At rank four, we have fan Fantasy Quarterly number one. This is an old... Oh, Weird old book. I'm trying to find the year on it, but I do not know. I'll I'll Google that while you're talking. Nearly 20 sales a week following news of an animated something or other coming our way. 1978. That's what I thought. This first appearance of ElfQuest isn't a cheap book, but we have seen some spikes in Rawls hit around $350 and CGC 9.8s are $2,400, which looks like an all-time high. Wow. Now, I remember the ElfQuest books I would get from the library, but not the comics necessarily. Oh, so you read ElfQuest. I mean, it was it was one of those things I could get to the library. It was a little dirtier than uh, it should have been. You know, so, yeah, I enjoyed the, the, the ElfQuest. I spent okay. a lot of time in the library, if you didn't know. Yes, yeah. We, uh, back, you know, behind the scenes, our, our mother is a librarian, so we spent a lot of time in the library. So. <laughs> yeah, very much so. At rank five, we have Max, number one. Of course, that's Max with two X's. About 40 or so sales this week following the movie news of Channing Tatum still moving forward to star in this adaptation. Most sales are about 2 to $4. But this has been a dollar book for decades. What is interesting is there are multiple CGC 9.8 sales this week hitting 100 bucks, which is quite a bump for what this was as a dollar book. Yeah. At rank six, Wonder Woman 19, George Perez, writer and cover artist. Not a ton of volume yet, but no one was looking at this book last week before the casting announcement from James Gunn that Anya uh, Kalorta from The Witcher will voice Circe in Creature Commandos. As mentioned before, the animated voice actor will also play the character in live action if you get called if it gets called up. So, this is exciting news for the DCU. After a couple cameos in issue 17 and 18, this cover appearance seems to be the one collectors are now looking for, as this has gone from a $5 book to 20 bucks. So, Creature Commandos is animated. Uh-huh. But if, if, if they do a live action, then they'll use the voice actor. If they actor. use this character in live action, even if it's not Creature Commandos, they've been trying to use that act, the act. The subsequent people. It says, yeah. So, okay. That's interesting because yeah. usually you hire them for their voice, not their looks. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. So they're, they're casting the cartoon. I mean, the animated voices like they would cast a live action. There needs to just, be an aggregate of both. <laughs> just in case they decide to do live action, there could be continuity. Okay. That'd be interesting. So that goes there. Therefore we shall not be getting any DCU voiceover work. We have the voices drew, but I don't know that we, uh, we would, would transition as well. I mean, with the record lately, <laughs> did, I mean, how did Aquaman do? Ooh, I don't know. It didn't get panned. Like it was some other thing. I forgot about it actually until just now. Um, you know, Shazam. What else do we have? The blue beetle, nothing really hit. The last year or so. Um, so Aquaman I mean, 2 was the fourth top grossing superhero movie of 2023. Yeah, in 2020. And they were, it was only, <laughs> it was only out for like a, a week in 2020. Yeah, open to 80 million overseas. 
Okay, that's good. That's good-ish. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much it costs, but... Um, that's the last hurrah, right? For that version of the DCU. Yeah. It made $140 million than, more than Aquaman won and had a lower budget. So, hypothetically, it should have been considered a success. But who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah that that sounds good. Um, Okay, so then all DCs haven't been stinkers then. So we can, we have some hope that there will be enough juice behind this new James Gunn verse. Well, the Marvel fanboys will say billion or bust. So <laughs> okay, well, no, nobody's doing that anymore. There you go. Are they? Besides yes. Barbie and Oppenheimer? <laughs> I was going to say we had Barbie to hit it. So, I mean, yes, things are doing it. <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> did a billion. Yeah, I'm, you know. And we're supposed to get a Deadpool trailer at uh, Super Bowl, and we'll see when that releases. Oh, okay. Yeah, Deadpool might have some hype with all the cameos. With with all the everything. Yeah. Yeah. At rank seven, we have Superman number 10, the one in 25 Leslie Lee cover. Only about a dozen sales this week, and many close to ratio. But there were a few that crept up to 40 bucks as the week has gone on. Quite a few auctions in play right now. But most listed are looking for $30 to $50 at present. We'll see how this Marilyn Moonlight cover holds up. And Marilyn Moonlight's the new character? I've not heard of her prior to this, so. Was a Wild West hero known as the Spirit of Metropolis. Uh-huh. The present day, she returned as a ghostly Avenger on the streets of Metropolis. Okay. There we go. At Rank eight, we have Cobra Commander, one in 100, John Boy Myers. Over a dozen sales for this foil one in 100 incentive cover. It is only selling a bit over ratio at about 125 bucks, which is interesting. Is the market finally getting worn out by these super high ratios to boiler covers? Well. Because if you look behind Cobra Commander, there's Megatron. Yeah, very nice. Eric Don. Oh, good. Sorry. Well, I mean, I mean. It's quite a phenomenon, these spoiler covers. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, are we getting, are we getting sick of Star Wars first appearances? You know, <laughs> some would say we're getting fatigued of that, but we mm-hmm. still continue to chase those when they happen. Um, are we getting sick of um, homage covers? But but a lot of the spoilers are held behind high, high end ratios. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I was just saying, Scott, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Only a 25% over. Yeah. Over ratio, I guess that's okay. At rank number nine, Daredevil number nine, the David Mack series, increasing to more than 50 sales this week, this past week, has hopped it up from the OLI and then back on the list. Uh, dipping prices last week for the reason and keeping it off the hot 10, but this week it has bounced back with a raw sale hitting $100 again. And at least half a dozen CGC 9.8 sales hitting 250 once again. Surprising given that Echo is now aired and is still maintaining buyer's interest in this book. Have you watched Echo? I have not. I have not either. I'm probably going to jump in and, and catch a first episode, not try to pile them, just because I'm curious where they're doing with it. Yeah. Iron Fist number 14. Chris Claremont writing this one. About a dozen sales the last week, but prices are on the rise in higher grades as many are enjoying the saber tooth war event going on right now in the pages of Wolverine CTC 9.0s were under 500 back in December and one just sold for 650 plus 
We have a possible appearance in Deadpool 3 to look forward to with this book as well. Notable sales to mention. Wow. As well. <laughs> don't don't bury the lead, my brother. <laughs> Silver Surfer, number one. Our boy Stan Lee, of course. A CGC 9.8 sold this week for a dazzling $132,000, which is easily an all-time high. Last 9.8 sales were for only 27000 back in 2017. Wow, do we even believe it's a nine eight? <laughs> don't, don't, don't be that guy. You know, you know. Don't be that guy. Does a nine eight mean a nine eight anymore to you? Does it yes, feel the same? Yes, yes. <laughs> I will not bring down the industry with my doubt. You believe? You still believe? You're like the David Duchovny of hashtag Believe All Graders slabs. <laughs> okay, all right. Good for you. The Bless other notable sale, Terrors of the Jungle 17, by our good friend Varios. Uh, <laughs> CGC 6.0 sold this week for $4,080, which is more than double the last sale in this grade of $1,920 back in 2022. Terrors of the Jungle 17. I think the C4FAP website needs to feature only Raws. Only Raws, and then we'll just we'll just talk about raw sales. Never even talk about slabs. So as we're doing these, when it says CGC 9.8, we just don't say it. No, no, I'm saying if if we were to track hot, because I, I you know this is they put this together, we will share their information. Um, I'm saying let's say um, we were better than we were, and we <laughs> we had our own website of hot comics uh, sales. I would want to ignore CGCs and just talk about the good old days of Raws and selling and trading and rarities. And and I'd leave leave CGC, um, CBSI or CGC and PGX and all those guys out of the out of the mix. Gotcha. Feel free to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start working on the HTML (laughs) right now. Very nice. The kids still use HTML? Is that still okay? Uh, no. no. It's, it's all gone. flash-based. <laughs> oh, damn it. But that's all in the future. And Drew, speaking of the future, let's head on over to our DC Connect for April comics coming out. Wow. Talking about that in February. This is issue 45 of the DC Connect. Featuring a cover with House of Brainiac on the cover. Oh, wow. On DC titles. As we skip through and stop, we stop at the very first book. And, of course, we start with the big dog. We start with Batman 146 from our boy, Chip Zdarsky. Yasmin Putri covers a really nice Delato cover. The one in 25 is Mateo Scalara on that one. One in 50, a very weird Jorge Fornes cover. That's an odd cover. Yeah. We're still dealing with Zer at this point, too. Dark Prisons continues as Batman learns from an old mentor that Zer's plans are for Gotham City and the world. Do you remember when Scott Snyder's run went on just a little too long with that storyline about... You didn't like Bloom? I don't know if it was Bloom or if it was... Mecha Batman? There was like a... um, uh, I can't remember now. It's been so long, but there was there's like a story arc that lasted like 12 issues, so it lasted all year long, and it was just like, well, it kind of drug there at the end, and it was kind of the 
beginning of the end for Snyder and he died of what a 36 <clears throat> in, 36 issue run and then you were like okay 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 well maybe his best days are behind him nope don't remember any of that anyway that's how I felt back then gotcha. I'm sure I shared that with the listeners and you and you ignored me so um, I believe you're trying to say is Zadarsky move along I'm saying Zadarsky get out of this Zer stuff you've been in it for a while say some do some other tidy little arcs they don't have to be uh, 12 issue epics feels like it's been going on for 12 issues that's what i'm saying we have artist spotlights variants i'm noticing on this batman 146 and the artist spotlight that we are spotlighting is jim lee covers so that's cool that we are getting some artist spotlight variants from jim lee hopefully this whole month on books Drew, you posed a question to me last week yes. when we uh, combed through some of the free comic day books and talked yes. about what DC's planning was to talk about those. Well, as we go through the DC Connect, we stumble upon the first DC major event 2024 free comic book day special edition. Yeah, and it's um, it, things will never be the same. Things it, will never be the same. This is the the prelude to the biggest comic event of 2024. Well, of 2024. That's it's first. a story 30 years in the making. 30 right? years in the making. So what was 30 years ago? What's been going on for 30 years? I don't even know. Mm, the 90s. Da, da, da. Yeah. So there you go. And this special free comic book detail, the final domino in an epic scheme comes tumbling down and the DC universe will never be the same. More details to come. Yeah. Barda 2024, also a free comic book day special edition. But, so but for this one, cool. things will probably be the same. <laughs> Dark side is, and a life is apocalypse, blah, blah, blah. Free comic dig day, Barkham Asylum 2024. You know me, I love a good pet. Yeah, I don't think you'll read this. Free comic book day, Mad Magazine. Free comic 2024, featuring Superman. Crap, I'm already in costume. Wow, that's, um, that feels a little, yeah, feels a little dated. There we go. All right, we're heading over to books that you have to pay money for, Drew. We are back on Detective 1084, Rom V. Tell us how long in the tooth Rom V is and how he needs to be replaced. It's time for him to be replaced. Have I mentioned that? Please. (laughs) Somebody else else take a crack at Detective for a year. Come on. Let's see what happens. Another artist spotlight cover by Jim Lee, though, so that's cool. Batman and Robin number eight, number eight, Joshua Williamson, as Batman finds himself in the clutches of a new cult that worships Man-Bat. Robin continues his own investigation into its high school connections to Shush. Yeah, who's this? So Shush did not go away. Shush yeah. is here. Yeah. Yeah, and so it last, the last one I read, I'm, I think I'm one behind, but like, I think, I think my principal is Shush. So then he's like going undercover in high school, you know, like that. What was that? Uh, cop show. 21 jump street, 21 jump street style, man. I'm like, all right, I can go with this. This is cool. Um, there is a cool shush cover by edge Curry. Uh, that's kind of neat. I like that out of the covers there. And of course, like it's a Jim Lee spot, Batman off world. Number five by Jason Aaron. You reading this buddy? Uh, I think I read the, first issue and i didn't like it so i have to decide if i'm going to keep reading or not the this is the penultimate issue of jason aaron and doug mankey's sci-fi epics sci-fi and batman just i can't get my head around it no it doesn't work dan mora cover so that's good too 
Yeah. Batman Dark Age number two, Mike Allred. What you got for me? I will read this one for sure. Uh, I love Mark Russell. You don't like Allred, but I can look. I, I, yeah. These were the same ones that did the Superman um, Space Age, right? And I don't dislike Mike Allred. I just don't get it. No, you dislike him. You okay. you you have a you, you have a yeah. sorry you have I, a high I, hatred I, for him. I tried to hide behind something and you pulled the the rug off. Yeah, yep, you hate him. Catwoman sixty four. We got a lot of purple suit Catwoman going on here between ja, or In Hyuk Lee, Derek Chu, Larue, all this stuff here. And yeah. we've got. Uh, I wonder if that's part of the deal. You can do a cover for Catwoman. Here is the color palette. Don't, yeah. Don't vary. And of course, she's in space as well. Just FYI, or at least she is on the main cover. So, yeah. Who knows? Batman: The Brave and the Bold, twelve. A lot of people writing this. Eight bucks a cover. Oh, ouch. Nightwing, one thirteen. <laughs> Drew Legacy, three hundred. You didn't think about Legacy Nightwing for how long? But boy, here it is. And I thought it'd be higher. I did too. I did too. Thought it'd be higher. I mean, if you, I, th- I was thinking Grayson went on a while, and yeah. there was another Nightwing uh, series that went on for a while. This is one thirteen, so I would have guessed over five hundred, right? I would have thought so. And um, this is this cover is an homage to something that I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but there is this is an homage to something. It's very cool. Um, the Dan Mora cover. It's cool that Nightwing gets Dan Mora. Dan Mora is one of my favorites. Uh, the Campbell cover is really stupid. Um, Rafael Acuna, or, or sorry, Serge Acuna, um, flashback to the disco days. I like that. Of course, our 1 in 25 is just a version version of our cover A, which is stupid. Because <laughs> I don't know that that one needed. Or, actually, that's not our cover A. They're not giving us our cover A. That is our cover A, isn't it? I mean, this yeah, yeah, Redondo sorry, yes, is yes, our cover. Yeah. Yeah, for some odd reason, I forgot the backup, so we had 15 things above it. Yeah, and then, of course, I get a Jim Lee cover for that, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I like this. It's like it's like a film cell, film strip. Yeah. Um, Stop motion animation almost. Yeah. yeah. And Bruno Redondo likes to experiment with stuff like that. And some some we've liked, some we haven't. Yep. Yeah. Um we hope he stops experimenting with memes, right? <laughs> Again, I liked that. It was just weird Not on for the, the A. Yeah. Oh, and a bonus Nightwing. Same month, we get an annual, Kyle. Yeah. And it's not Tom Taylor. Uh-uh. Um, it doesn't look like it's Nightwing. No, <laughs> i Yeah. The uh, Secret oh. Origins of B. Bennett. Okay. So you want a little bit more about B. During we got plenty of B in the last story. Pirate right? Adventures. We learned that B. Bennett, Dick Ricks, Dick, even the solicit doesn't know what to call him. Yeah. Dick slash Ricks' ex-girlfriend is a pirate queen whose father is the quartermaster. Well, they got to remind you that he was Rick then. Yes. We get a very, we get a Matina cover for an annual. I like that. And this isn't bad. Like they didn't scalp us on the Legacy 300, just a $5 book, not like an $8 book. Like sometimes Legacy numbering things get us yeah so you could afford both these books yeah yeah i mean i don't know if it's i don't know if eight pages is worth a dollar yeah you know it doesn't seem to me like it is worth a dollar but i guess if you do the math yeah eight that's what you're paying for you're paying a dollar per eight pages yep 
Harley Quinn's super villain for hire. Harley Quinn 39. Got a Jenny Frizen cover that's not too shabby. Jay Fairber there. What's the other one? No Jim Lee cover for Harley. Mandy, Mindy Lee, though. Mm-hmm. Any relation? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, and we get Erica Henderson doing the annual. That'll be fun. That is an awful cover. She, which Erica Henderson is doing the cover. You hate it. Okay. One, two, three. Give me your opinion. I like it. It's just different. I don't know what she's doing exactly. Looks like some kind of... um. I don't know what like what's the pricing about. We're pricing the outfit like we've got a haul video, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate it. It doesn't really look like like Carly though. No, it doesn't. It's just her interpretation, her squirrel girl interpretation. Yeah, we have Zatanna and Harley in one episode. This is not <laughs> what you'd give me a hundred guesses at what the cover would look like. This would not have been it. Okay. Wait, I mean, the, the variant isn't better. Who did, who did the variant? Also her? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I had already slung mud on her, so I wasn't going to do it a second time. Yeah, double down. <laughs> you like neither one of those. Yeah. Love the Derek Chu Birds of Prey number eight. Mm, yeah, shiny. Photoshoppy. Edukiri isn't mad either. I'm curious about Edukiri. Or Edukiri. I'm not sure exactly the phonetics. I'm... I've, I mean, that's probably it. Edukiri seems like it. So that's right, too. Edukiri. Wow, well, look at that Outsiders cover. Who is doing that? Roger Cruz. What do you think of that? Mailman. Uh, it's kind of neat. Every day. The places between pages. Yeah, I kind of like that. I can deal with it. I can deal with it. Poison Ivy 21. Red yeah. Hood. The Hill 3. So I wonder if, um, like, the Poison Ivy people and the Frizen people fell out because she hasn't done one for a while. Yeah, she moved on to other things. Yeah. She had kind of run the gamut there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Red Hood, The Hill. You said, <clears throat> this is what now? Remind me. I have no idea. Yeah. And who is Sean Mark? The, oh, the Hill is his. Uh, it's his version of uh, Bloodhaven. Oh, it's his. Ver- it's his part of Gotham that he. Yeah. That's like so. That's like um, Brooklyn or something. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, his Hell's Kitchen. Okay, I like that. Batman, Superman's world's finest. Twenty-six. Is that Mister Mixelplex and Batmite? It looks like it. Yeah. Moving on to the next Penguin Nine. Dope little uh, Matina variant. So far behind in that. And now we start House of something or other. Brainiac, right? Yep. House of Brainiac Part 1. Joshua Williamson with Action Comics 1064. So this is something you you can just hop into, I'm thinking. Yep. So between Action Comics 1064 and Superman 13... They are a connecting cover and a connecting story. Two parts of Brainiac. And there's no um, House of Brainiac prequel issue that you need to read, I don't Correct. think. So this is cool. This would be something I could dip, dip my toe in. Yeah. 
we do have the House of Brainiac, Superman House of Brainiac special. Mm-hmm. Which is after that, right? Yes. Yeah. And, the t- you know, and then yeah. the tie-ins. You can't help yourself. Power Girl with the tie-in, and it of course has Lobo's daughter there, whose name I, or Crush Crash or something like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's Crush. Hope she pops off. I have her one cover that was really good. Sought after. Who's doing that one in twenty-five? Irvin Rodriguez. Okay. Oh, is that the? Oh, Suicide Squad Dream Team number two. Uh, the the Harley Quinn Sweeney Boo cover is pretty good. Yeah. Deviant. Sinister Sons three. Peter Damasi. Yeah, that first issue hasn't come out yet. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Trapped in the belly of a space whale. I have. Before, oh, go ahead. No, I have Neil before Zod number one, and I just haven't read it. Yep. Curious how yeah. that is. On the fourth. Interesting. Wonder Woman number eight by Tom King. The uh, Daniel Sampier and Bellin Ortega cover A, very good. All the other covers, very good. That one in 25, Swabby, that is dynamite. Joshua Sway. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say Swabby and move on with my life. Joshua Sway, Swabby. (sighs) These kids with their names. Yeah. Flash number eight, where is Wally West? We don't know. Moving on. Lyrics. Nice cover lyrics. I believe it's LaRue, but that's okay. Oh. I have actually no idea. I'm just messing with you. I wasn't even close. Uh, Flash 2024 annual number one. Are you a speedster guy? Do you like the speedsters? The family? I enjoyed the show. Uh, The comics were difficult past the new 52. Gotcha. Titans, I feel like I am um, turning my back on Tom Taylor by not being current with Titans. And um, I feel bad. Because, you know, I've supported him in pretty much everything. So I mean, continue to. There's no reason not to. You're a bad person. I'm just a bad person. I'm to the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's official. Green Arrow 11. Green Lantern. Ten, which is a House of Brainiac tie-in. Is it? Yeah. Right there, Green, in the Starburst. Green Lantern War Journal 8. Shazam 10. That's a cool uh, dollhouse cover. I like that. I, you know, normally I like that sort of cutaway stuff, but this isn't... This isn't... This is okay. It's okay. Yeah, I usually have a rule that you either have, either have a house cutaway or a T-Rex with a monocle, not both. So. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Well, yeah, if you would have put a cat on there, though. You'd yes, gone. yes, yes. Just a, a subtle cat in there. Yes. Just, you know, stuck in a tree, perhaps. <laughs> Blue Beetle 8, trippy covers. The final issue of Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, number seven. Titanic conclusion. I forgot about the series. Can't I was reading wait it. to find out who the winner is. I, I think it's going to be Justice League. <laughs> Um, my money. 
Suicide Squad, Kill Arkham Asylum, number four. When does this friggin' video game come out? Yeah, and, you know, do you want the Mad Hatter weapon doll token? You know it. That Nakayama cover is pretty crazy. I like it. Superman 78, the steel, or the metal curtain. (laughs) Sorry, I went straight to steel curtain. Is the cover by Gavin Guidry a coloring book cover? Uh, Have we done that before? We've done, uh, we've done coloring books. I don't know if we've done specific. Have we done adult coloring book covers? (laughs) We may have. May not have. Eight. All new stories to put a spring in your step. Of course, it's coming out in April. So we have DC's Spring Breakout. Hey, do you want a book written by people you've never heard of? Well, it's Megan Fitzpatrick, Cameron Chittock, Joey Esposito, Morgan Hampton, Patrick Young, Tom Krajewski, Mike Barr, and more nobodies. There you go. <laughs> but and it's, 10 again, sweet, it's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. And again, that's sticking to your eight dollars or a dollar per eight pages. Yeah, sticks to it perfectly. Yeah, the math the math formula still works. Jeff Johns, Mikael Yannin, Justice Society Eleven, Batman, Dylan Dog Two. We've yet to read this one and figure out what's going on. There's only three of them, so this is the penultimate already. New uh, Titan is introduced. Batman, Dylan Dog. How did I miss this thing? What? Sergio Benelli's Nightmare Investigation. Okay, yeah. I think I was I was so incredulous the last time we looked at this. And then but now they've got John, John Constantine in the mix, so I'm on board again. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. Starfire Teen Titans, a two hundred and eight page soft cover. DC's adult superhero for the kids. Isn't she always whoring around? Yep. She's very open. Mm. Prez is back. No way. This is a new Prez? DC's critically acclaimed uh, political satire returns now available in young adult format. So it is Poor back. Dog girl. It is in a soft cover. I forgot about this until just now. Uh, I think, didn't I not like Prez? I did, didn't I? I believe you did, but would you read a 184-page uh, soft cover? Oh, this, this is actually new. just collecting Prez one through yeah, six. Yeah, it's not new. It's with not a new. short from Catwoman election night number one. In DC Which I may, I may have missed that, but oh, I yeah. thought it was a revisit, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Batman and Robin and Howard, more young adult. Primer, more young adult. The Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number four. What a great cover. That is very cool, Jinkies, indeed. Scooby-Doo, where are you, 127? Sandman, 19, remastered. This is like the original Vertigo? Yeah. Hmm. I don't like it. No, this is the not Vertigo, Batman. is it? Okay. Is it the Vertigo? Oh, uh, what's it? What's edition of Sin? 
Hmm. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm, like, say, I'm not seeing any of those words. Yeah. Okay. First night, number two, Dan Jurgens. Nice. Yeah. There's Hellblazer Dead in America. Oh, that's a great cover. By Sizeburger. And there's your Jim Lee covers. So he's doing all those this month? Yep. I like that we're bringing back Batman Who Laughs. Are you? Dude, he's he always makes awesome covers. Yeah, that's Our facsimile is Brave and the Bold 54 from 1960. Yeah. This is where Kid Flash, Aqualad, and Robin first come together and work as a team. Has um has DC kept the facsimiles in print? Or are they like, you get them when they come out and then they go away? Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Showcase 22, facsimile edition. This is, of course, our Green Lantern cover with him reguiding the missile. Trades and trades and... Yep, already trying to get us to buy the trade for Justice League, Godzilla, and Kong, and we don't know who wins. Gotham War, Neo-Gothic, Time of Titans, back in action. Hawk Girl, Shazam, you name it. Vixen. Lots and lots of collected editions, and our ad for the back is, what is it? Uh, Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1, animated and... Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is available. There you go. February 2nd. February 2nd. And my news coming up. There you go. Coming out soon. All right, DC. You know you got me on a lot of that stuff. All right. Let's. We've seen the future. Let's head back to the past and look at the secondary market with our cover price top 10. Drew, I'm going to skip around because this (laughs) one sucks. Because they're all. Remember the last guys that said. Yeah. Hey, we're going to show some restraint, and we're only going to feature one or two Ultimate yes. Spider-Mans. These yes. guys have no restraint. These, well, I mean, they're just dumping raw data. Dumping so, raw data. Okay. So eight out of ten of these are Ultimate Spider-Man. So our number one is Ultimate Spider-Man number one, the Marco Cicchetto costume tease cover B, twenty-one copies sold, high sale of thirty for raw. Uh, settling to 25 on average. Um, the costume cover C. Wow, so I'm sorry, that was at rank 10. We're going from 10 to 1. And at rank 9, we have the Marco Cicchetto costume tease cover C. This is the Batman 2099, 25 copies sold, high of 30, settling to 19. Hey, we have a different book at rank 8. We have Daredevil number 9. This is, of course, our Echo stuff. Um, we talk about an additional 48 copies of that one selling. Um, we're not going to talk about CDC 9.8 because Drew is under a conspiracy theory. Um, <laughs> and Near Mint's at 96. Uh, at rank 7, the 1 in 25 Tony Daniels cover saw 90 copies sold of 1 in 25, Drew. High sale of just $21 and settling to 27. So still sitting at ratio. Another different book, Drew. We have um, our good friend Kid Venom. Number Origins, number one. This is the one per store variant we've been kicking around for a while. We tracked 60 copies sold in the last seven days. Um, $50 was the high sale, uh, settling to 34 Total me here. They they could have they could have made the top 10 all ultimates. Yeah, if, it, yeah, if your top yeah. 20 has 10 ultimates in it, just make it. A, just yeah. manipulate it so that they're the top 10. Come on. <laughs> How hard is that? At rank five. At rank five, we have the J. Scott Campbell cover. As we love those. Uh, 55 copies sold. $23 was the high sale for Raw. 
near mint at 17. The one in 10 design variant cover um, comes in at rank four. Uh, 76 copies sold, $18, the high settling to 13. Uh, at rank three, we have the black suit, Drew. This yeah. is our Marco Cicchetto costume tease A, which is the black suit. 32 copies sold, high of $60, settling to 52 At rank two, we have the family portrait, Drew. Yeah, that's great. Ryan Stegman, 132 copies sold on the aftermarket. Crushes the runner-up number one by 50 copies. But it bears of debuting. So, yeah. I'm going to have to read this, man. Um, I, I don't know how I've not read it yet. Why have yeah. I not read this yet? So <laughs> And, of course, our number one is the regular cover A, 81 copies, $70 the high sale, $58. Now, so, so why – okay, so I'm really happy. I mean, that makes me pleased as punch that the A regular cover – yeah, is the top seller, the most sought yeah. after, but I cannot explain it except I want it to be because that's, you know, just old school collecting and cover A's or where it's at and yep. food of variants and all that stuff. But well, that can't be the answer. What, <laughs> why? Why is the A the most sought after? Do you know? Can you I mean, tell? It's, Can you it's, guess? It's classic, uh, classic universe. It's classic no, that can't be it. It's classic ultimates. People like it. No. I mean, when they have all these choices, normally they go, normally they go for the hot rarity co- cool cover. And, uh-huh. and so they're going for the A, readily available cover. I, I, I love it. I just don't understand it. Maybe when this came out, everybody picked their favorites and they all forgot the A. And they're like, crap, I got to go back and get that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Rank 11, we got the David Marquez Virgin 1 and 100 Ultimate 1. Uh, 44 copies of that one. High sale of 100 for a raw um, near mints around 80. Um, at 12, we have Spawn number 1, the old school 9.9 sold for 4,800. Near mints sell around $34. Um, what do, I mean, we sold 42 more. 42 more spawns. God dang. Never stops. Um, at 13, we have Ultimate Spider-Man 1, the Elizabeth Torque, which sold 22 copies, uh, $14 for a raw. Um, see, there you go. So there's there's two more Ultimates. You could have knocked those two Kid Venom and whatever the other one, Daredevil, out of that top 10 and made a full top 10 of all Ultimates. That would have been fun. Um you didn't you missed missed opportunity, right? Missed opportunity. Um at Frank 14 we have Beneath the Trees where nobody sees number two. This is a great book. Such a great book. Track twenty-seven copies, high sale of ninety bucks for a CGC nine eight already. Um current rolls around twenty at rank fifteen. We got another ultimate, the Nick Klein uh cover. Sold twenty-seven copies, high sale of fifteen bucks for a raw. Um Beneath the Trees, where nobody sees number one, back to the cover A, still selling. 22 more copies of this sold, uh, 90 bucks for a raw. Uh, rank 17, we've got Wolverine 36, the Stegman. This is Kid Venom, first appearance, right? Or no, Helverine, sorry, Helverine. Uh, 26 copies of this sold, uh, 180 for a near mint. 
that's a high sale of uh, average uh, rank 18 we have fall of the house of x number one the art germ magic virgin one in 50 um continues to move we sold 18 more copies of this with 95 bucks as a high for a near mint plus and um, current near mints going around 80 what's a near mint plus I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is a near mint plus? Yeah. It, like guaranteed to be a yeah. nine eight or a nine nine? Like is that what they're saying? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. At rank nineteen we have the hood, number one. We talked about that. Um, well, this might hold on, let's read through this one because this might tell us if it's actually option. Yeah, Ghost Writers Past Amalgam, the Helverine, was an immensely popular book in 2023. This past week, Marvel announced that a new spirit of vengeance will emerge. The Hood was, has been named the successor to Johnny Blaze, who will soon become the spirit of vengeance. Okay, so The Hood is the new Ghost Rider. Okay. There you go. Uh, the new series said to be an epic crime saga, and it is titled Ghost Rider Final Vengeance. The new book is set to debut March 13th. And will bring to life this new version of Ghost Rider. Will it be as popular as the Helverine? Only time will tell. In the meantime, fans are collecting the first appearance of the Hood. So ten copies sold, thirty-five bucks for a Dear Matt Raw. And at rank twenty, near and dear to my heart, Criminal Number One, wow. Ed Brubaker's Criminal series is headed to Amazon Prime, where they will destroy it and ruin <laughs> it for me, like they have all my beloved. Paper Girls and <laughs> me, oh, the uh, Why the Last Man. So, you bastards. Um, however, this past week, Amazon requested an order for the comic book adapt- adaptation. There isn't an official release date yet, but this news was enough for the book to get a collect get on collector's radar. It has hit the aftermarket and taken off as collectors try to grab a copy of the first issue of the series. 19 copies sold. High sale, 35 bucks for near mint raw. So good for Criminal and Ed Brubaker. How has not all his stuff been optioned at this point? I mean, I don't get it. It's all great. Maybe this is the beginning. Maybe this is the beginning of the new age of of crime noir. It's possible. Yeah. Speaking of the new age, Kyle, it's time for a sneak peek at next week. Given what the people wanted. All right. Let's head over to Lunar Distributions. Look at our uh, items that are coming out. On the 23rd, and see what we can find here. Let's start with some Amazon's Attack number four. No, let's not. Let's, let's move on to um, maybe that Batman, the Brave and the Bold Matina cover, which is pretty All right, cool. talk to me about the cover B. What do you know about the cover B? Um, Bruno Redondo. Uh-huh. That is that is, supposed to be an homage is, to something? Yes, that is an animated series homage. Oh, okay. That's Bruno Redondo. He can't just do a cover. Got to be something. Yeah. Detective Comics 1081. The Evan Cagle looks like a uh, Indiana Jones cover almost. Yeah. And that Ricardo Federici looks creepy and cool, too. And Yuck Lee doing the tarot card card stock. Is that Lobo or somebody right. else? No. Like on the That's top probably. of that. No. Facsimiles of Flash 123. The... Re- the, the race between two flashes classic cover oh man there's a random alien on a flash cover that's weird yeah mike diodato just kind of like bring that out of left field <laughs> there's a, this this frizz and quinn cover is one of my favorites it's a good one it's a good one i love how the the, the glasses match the lollipop match the 
cutaway in her outfit. Very clever. Yeah. Really good. Good use of collar. Um, the Derek Chids, Derek Chu Suicide Squad is good. Yeah. Power Girls are just okay this time. Raz is not bad on the cover C. Yeah. Bjorn Baron's Titans Beast World. Why am I missing that? Where is that? Oh, went right by it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Pretty good. Why, why is there a little canary on the cover of Beast World One Shot by Cully Hamner? I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah. Have to read it to find Somebody, out. Black Canary has been turned into a black canary. Yeah, okay. I like that. I'll go with that. And let's see what's on the 24th for the releases. Bloodrick gets a second printing. Wow. Okay. I would have guessed that. <laughs> Ghost Machine gets a lot of covers. This is um, Gary Frank. Is that who this is? Our boy from, um, what's this? Oh, this is from uh, the Geiger. See, the Geiger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's why there's so many. I mean, we're talking, geez, cover M. <laughs> All the way to cover Dang. M. That's a lot of covers. And I haven't read a Geiger in a while, so... And they already had a spinoff for Geiger, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it was the um, Soldier the one. Joe, or whatever. Yeah, yep. I know what you're saying. Newburn, is this the final? It's getting close to the end. Getting close. That's a, a, issue 14. Just one cover. How do you live with just one cover? There's Cryptid so, 5. We I talked was going to say, earlier. there's our Project Cryptid... Number five. All these great Transformers covers. Fourth printing, third printing, second printings. <laughs> Sixth printing of Void Rivals number one. Holy smokes. Man, so good. God, you've got to read these. I don't know why, what you're waiting on. That's all. I mean, it's got you written six, all over it. Yeah, yeah, this is made for me. Good stuff there. Let's head on down to our other titles. Where we have um, Damn Them All, number 12. I thought that was already out. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> I like the FOC reveal cover. That's the final. Final damn them all. Ah, Power Pack into the storm number one. So it's just um just a couple of covers. We've got a little restraint there. Is this yeah, and this yeah. is a one shot or a new series launch? I think it's the They're exploring a new adventure. Maybe it's just maybe yeah, it's a one shot. They're just not we've gonna tell about us. It before. No, there was a few of them we've talked about. Yeah. Before. A resurrection of Magneto with a cool negative space cover by um JTC. Whoever that is. Yeah. Star Wars Thrawn Alliance is number one. Jody Hauser and Timothy Zahn. This could have some heat behind it based on yeah, the last. Um, I like it. And the so promo good. variant, the number two. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It, I like all the covers. Dang it. It definitely could be hot. Yeah. Down oh. to dynamite. Not finding much. Well, you know, uh, you know, my hate, hate relationship with dynamite <laughs> for the most part. Eh? Never anything in there for me. How about Crash Down? Oh, that's a massive whatnot. I don't know that I like that out of principle. <laughs> but some cool homages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you, the video game homage, can you hook, can you tell me that one? Oh, I tell uh, you it. That's so stupid. Where are we at? Crash Down. Oh. Are you sure you're not allowed to like Crash? Uh, 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 I, I just don't like whatnot. So. Okay. Like, Taints it for me. So this is um that's a Metroid, right? That's Metroid. And we also have Where does it tell ben, you that? If you click on it, it says homage to Oh, cool. And we also have a Ben Temple Smith cover. And he's oh player. man, it is hard to hate that. And we also have an event horizon. Yeah, I don't know that. 
D&D Saturday Morning Adventures 2, number one. Dead Detective comes back with its second issue. We got a Metallica Ride the Lightning homage for Dynamic Forces Prism. Dear Editor. (laughs) Wait a minute. Dear Editor. (laughs) Dear Editor from Mad Cave. Mad Cave's been doing some late. Mad Cave. The Skeeters and stuff. Skeeters. Uh, a John Doe, <laughs> Doe slaying Doe. lures a journalist into a world of political intrigue, a Wi-Fi enabled grotto and a station locker full of secrets for Bucky, an editor in the crime beat known as the truth. It's all in a day's work, but he also happens to be a deer. Will he chase down his last story in this antler noir series? Deer editor is perfect for fans of nothing because <laughs> it's about a deer. Who's a journalist? Okay. <laughs> That's great. That is great. I'm reading that. I <laughs> top of the stack. That's a top of the stack. He's a deer. He's a editor. He's a deer editor. Yeah. That's my concept. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I had an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. Blood Moon Comics LLC gives us Edie number one. Um, I don't know what it is. It looks alieny. Got some alien capture here. Uh, salt going on. I do all of the covers creep me out. They are very creepy. Very very creepy. Ghost in the shell. I am not muted. I just have not found anything worth it. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's uh, Holy Roller. The third issue of Holy Roller. Um, that's a good one. I stand by what I said. <laughs> well, that's the Adam Sandberg book. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm surprisingly well boundless found some some lookers sitting in the corner I'm gonna sell those what is boundless did you mix adam sandler and uh, andy sandberg together and say adam sandberg <laughs> i might have i did i did <laughs> man you put those two together yeah man, quite the force they would be <laughs> they uh literally are it's a movie called that's my boy <laughs> that's true um Night of the Living Dead. Avatar found some books, too. That's good. My two uh, publishers of yesteryear. Quested is, of course, another video game homage in the Twilight Princess by Zelda. But oh, yeah. So they tell you. They tell us as well. Tell you. I like the fact that they're giving us the homage for the dumb people. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> That's why people listen to our program, to tell the homages. They're yeah. taking something from us. Take it from us. Rumpus Room finishes up. Mark Russell's AWA series. That's been really good. Skeeters. We get the second issue of Skeeters. Can't wait. First issue was so good. <laughs> Skeeters. Heck yeah. Can't go wrong with Skeeters. Smash number one. That's a Rebellion 2000 AD book um, by Paul Grist about Victorian England and demons. Oh my. Yeah, I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> Star Trek Defiant annual for you Trekkies out there. Very weird TMNT ongoing number yeah. 47. The cover B by Kevin Eastman and Sophie Campbell. Yeah. So you got electronics and ooze in the background and just a headshot of a character I'm not completely familiar with. Uh, yeah. They're pretty good, though. Both covers. Pretty well, apparently darn good. It's Leonardo's new protege. And we are on the road to 150. Legacy 4000. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe. Well, I think I know what my pick is. I really don't think there's any competition <laughs> at all. <laughs> Thank it's, you, Mad Cave Studios. It's Dear Editor. 
from Mad Cave, <laughs> and I'm super excited about it. So I can't wait to read this one. You better get it because the cross, the Venn diagram of deers and journalists is very, very small. It's one. It's one. Yes. So it's, those it's fans of both genres will be coming for this. Yeah. And I'm going to go, since you went a little bit left, I'm going to go straight. Star Wars Thrawn Alliance is number one, the promo variant. Which one was that? That was the one with uh, uh, Hayden Christensen and Thrawn on the front. Oh, it had had real characters? It seems like it, yeah. It seems like they're more of the, pulled from the real series. Gotcha. Very cool. Series. I see it. Very cool. We want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through our sneak peeks at this week. If you want more from Kyle and Drew, head on over to Patreon.com. Find comics for fun and profit. Throw a couple of bucks our way and we will find some additional things to show you. Some uh, fun to be had on the side. uh, Ad-free. All kinds of good stuff. So for Drew and for myself, see you. It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social. Uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of um, photos and stickers and signed comics, um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall, fall giveaway. So we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again. So be a patron, buy merch, enter the winter giveaway. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga's links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out 
beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need. Thanks.